0: Hi, welcome to Divine Complexion. I am your host, Andrea Calle, and in this podcast, we share topics in health, beauty, and empowerment. All these topics to help you acquire tools for your life so you can walk in your best skin. Divine Complexion podcast starts right now. Welcome back to Divine Complexion. I'm very excited because today our guest is Miss Kelly Cooper. She is a coach who specializes in the law of attraction. She is particularly interested in bridging the gap between the theory and reality of manifesting and clearing up misconceptions about the teaching. Since 2011, she and her husband has been traveling the world running their location-independent business from all over the globe. I'm pretty sure we all want that, so let's welcome Miss Kelly Cooper. Kelly, how are you? I'm doing very good, thank you for having me on the show today. I'm very excited because you know, everything you're doing, I think empowering people, you know, the power of attraction, the law of attraction, I think we've all heard about it, but I'm pretty sure we all have different views and different misconceptions about what really is. And I w- I'm dying to hear from you exactly what it is. Oh, well, thank you. You know what? This kind of, this idea of the difference between like
1: theory and reality of manifesting and misconceptions about the teaching, that's really one of my, probably my favorite thing to talk about because I know in my own journey. what I kept coming up against was the theory of the teaching doesn't delve too much into how to deal with all your fears and limiting beliefs and all of this humanness that we have. So basically, you're just kind of told these basic steps, which in theory, again, perfect, all you need to do. You know, think more positively, you know, say affirmations, make a vision board, you know, believe the universe is, uh, you know, wants to give you what you want and all these basic things and essentially that's basically it that's basically true but like all theory you know it's not really taking into account real world conditions so for most of us the process of really changing our energy in like a real significant meaningful way not just like surface level and like little stuff in you know that's really gonna require maybe a bit more of us and someone like myself I really like to kind of help people work through like that human factor, so hopefully they can overcome those hurdles in the reality of energy to be able to align with this more theoretical sort of energy that they're talking about, where like everything's basically
0: a miracle. I think one of the things that we all use us have done when we want to try the law of attraction is the board. I'm yeah. one of the people that actually have one hanging from my wall, and I try to look at it every day. But I think that there's more to it than just having some pictures on the board and waking up every day yeah. to looking at it. Yeah, please, it has to be. I think there's a lot of misconceptions from just having pictures to the actual process, you know, when the, mentally, how is it involved and how it actually works.
1: Yeah, you know what? I'm really glad you asked me that because this is actually one of my other favorite things to talk about, and I talk about this a lot based on people that message me and email me and clients I work with and, and friends and people at IRL right in real life, you know, um, that kind of talk to me about this and this is why I like to talk about it a lot. And, you know, this idea I think what happens is the law of attraction becomes synonymous with tools like you mentioned, like the vision board and affirmations and on the gratitude list and the thousands of tools, techniques, and workbooks, and all that stuff about manifesting and all the different resources out there. And I think what happens is, because we're so action-oriented, we're so used to making things happen through putting in enough effort, and eventually something bearing fruit from that effort, I think we carry that over, that tendency over into our energy work, and then that's where the tools and that, that's where that, that tendency really shines, because I think what happens is people fall into the trap of thinking, well, I'm saying affirmations, I'm making a vision board, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, where's my stuff? Nothing's changing. And it's like recognizing that those tools like a vision board and the pictures and the gratitude list and affirmation can be very, very powerful in helping evoke energy, focus our energy. For a lot of people, they're going to probably play a key role in their their journey. But just doing those things alone, they have no power in and of themselves. And that's where I think a lot of people don't understand. And then once they understand that, I think that's a big breakthrough for a lot of people. Okay.
0: So... I have my vision board and I understand, but what is the process of actually the reality around me and making a vision board, or you know, everything I say to empower myself to actually have an impact on my life and actually, you know, starting to receive everything that I'm put on my vision board or everything mm. I I say every morning. I think there is a gap in between the reality of having those desires and you know the visions that we have and the actual reality that is around us that yeah, it mm-hmm. obviously affects what we're looking for right
1: oh totally yeah I think that's a really great question I think why the key thing I would say out of the several things that are probably like you know cornerstone for that you know the first thing is kind of um recognizing okay the law of attraction is this universal law that's been operating in the universe not just earth but like the whole entire universe like since whenever the universe began and it's this universal principle that's always been operating in my life and not some um tool that you can use to manipulate your reality i think what you'll find is One of the things that people probably aren't doing, or at least not doing maybe to the depth that they need to be doing in their individual circumstances, is, okay, if I've always been creating my reality, what led to all this unwanted stuff that I'm dealing with now? What maybe explains energetically the lack of the things I'm trying to manifest with this vision board or this affirmation or this gratitude list? And it's not about constantly focusing on your negativity, but I think a lot of people, they jump right to the vision boards and the positive thinking and the affirmations, and then that energy that that created the reality they're contending with in this immediate moment, it's not really being addressed at all, and then people just keep manifesting the same thing, not understanding what the
0: true contents of their belief system is. Okay, so what would be the process? Because I've seen, I even have books about vision boards, for instance. They don't tell you what, what you're telling us now, that there's more to it than just Waking up every morning, creating a vision board, and saying every day, "This is what I want. I'm a great person. You know, I I want this and want that." So, if somebody actually is looking for that change in their life, and they really believe in this, but they they haven't received the right guidance, because even though there's so many books, I feel like there's just they just leave you hanging. There's just like a gap between. The vision board and what happens after or, you know, like, uh, every morning waking up and saying great things about yourself, but what happens after? So you're, you know, as an, as an expert in this, what is the process is after I have started, you know, my vision board, for instance? Just well, I like that you accept-
1: keep using the word process because that really lets me kind of dig into this idea of, you know, misconceptions about the teaching. You know, manifesting, it's a verb. So it's an, it's easy to get an idea. It's an action and there's a process. Now, but it's a... Uh, manifesting happens on the level of being, your belief system, your focus, your attitude, you know, how you respond emotionally to the things that happen in your life that you might not like very much and, and so on and so forth. So the idea act of managing your energy, it it might be action-oriented in the fact that as an individual, you might find certain things are helpful for you, like making a vision board, for example, or or saying an affirmation in the morning to start your day off or something like that. So there's no really one-size-fits-all process, because process implies it's an action, and you can't make anything happen on the level of action. But I would say that um, energy management is throughout the day is very helpful, and you might find certain tools and techniques work for you to help you accomplish that goal. The key really is always managing your emotions and your feelings and your energy. And how one person can achieve that, that's very different among people. So I would say as far as if you're interested in, like, a daily process or a daily routine, it's really all about finding what personally makes you feel good, uh finding the tools that are serving the purpose they're supposed to be serving which is not to make anything happen independent of your energy but helping you actually change it.
0: Oh, that's very interesting. Okay. How can we actually change our surroundings? I know that they say a lot, well it's very important that you surround yourself with great people, that you but well, there's I just it's not as easy as it sounds no.
1: No, it's 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 um it's uh definitely challenging for sure. You know, I won't try to pretend that making some of these changes to protect your energy and your positivity aren't difficult. Some of them you might not be able to make right away. Some of them might be gradual changes that you know you're not, not quite ready to do something or, or something like that. Um, But I would say the first thing to do is, you know, everyone's triggers and what makes them feel negatively or triggers fear, you know, that's different for everybody. So I would say the first step to doing something like that is kind of starting to take a personal inventory of your energy and your day-to-day life. And because you're so used to right now just automatically reacting to things, not even paying attention to even what's probably going on around you. So you need to kind of get off autopilot and start paying attention to things throughout your day. How are these things making you feel? this TV show, this person, this activity, this organization, this thing or that thing. And you know, then once you start getting a better sense of the things that are like assaulting your vibration and the things that kind of bring you down, that's when you kind of, you know, you have a better idea of what you're working with. And then you can see personally, what can I do to remove these elements that are negative, that are holding me back out of my, you know, day-to-day life as best
0: I can. I think something about the perception we have of not only law of attraction, but just our life in general have a lot to do also with the lifestyle we have and the yeah. way mm-hmm. we deal with, with stress and with the food we eat. I, I think it's just like, you know, the whole circle of the way we we take stress, the way we release stress, the way, you know, your habits, your food, your... Oh,
1: that's a huge influence, you know, because for me, I'm of the school of thought with LOA and everyone's different on this. I personally, I don't like using the, the teaching so much to try to um, manipulate energy to fulfill what my ego wants, like the little things it settles for and the things it wants, you know, make pain go away. I kind of like to focus more generally on my energy. It doesn't mean I don't want specific things or I don't take steps to make specific things happen in my life but I have adopted a more open attitude and just focusing on the energy primarily that I want to feel knowing that as that energy becomes dominant things will show up in my life that mirror that energy back to me and I'll be very happy with them and I'll like them and I'll be glad that they showed up so yeah that general vibrational management like you're talking about like overall basic stress management how you take care of your physical well-being, your emotional, your mental, spiritual well-being. I would say for, for a lot of people, yeah, think about what you want specifically. Make a vision board if you want. You know, do all that stuff. It's fine. But if you really want to see changes in your reality and you really want to, you know, apply this teaching in, you know, a very effective way, I would say go general with your vibe. Start working on general vibe management. Thinking more about general go general with your positive emotion you know day to day how do I want my life to feel how do I want my working environment to feel how do I want my relationship with my husband and my children and my mother and my sister and my neighbor and my co-workers to feel and you know when you start getting at those core energies those core desires you'll start having a lot more clarity about what it is you want to create and you'll start making room for all those things to show up that's
0: great you know a lot of people we all call it different some people call it energy other people might call it somewhere uh, something else but i know it's there because there's sometimes you go to places and you have people around you and you feel drained you feel so tired and you're there just a few seconds how do you explain that you know just from a different point of view because i'm pretty sure it's just not that you know i got tired from being from standing half an hour and i've done it so many times before but this time it's just so different you feel just so drained why does that happen or what is the explanation behind that you know
1: what, there probably isn't a one-size-fits-all explanation that could be applied to every situation where something like that happens. Yeah, you know, like you're talking about, you know, vibration, energy, and like you said, like the words are different. And I would say, I would recommend with any kind of teaching especially, like don't get too caught up on words. You know, let you know, use the words for their purpose of, like, trying to kind of explain what something is. But, like, then just – but worry about just grasping the concept more and not worrying so much about the vocabulary. So I like how you brought that up. That's just a good tip, I think, in general. But, yeah, you know, it could be anything, you know. Vibrationally, you know, if we're – like, um, like if you're vibrationally, if you're not super stable in positive energy, for example, if you go to, um, you know, uh, your neighbor's house and your neighbor's in a really bad mood or has, like, a really, like, low vibe or whatever – Um, There's a good chance that you'll get sucked down to his level rather than you know him rising up to your more positive level So like you kind of are in certain energies You're exposed to them and different ones you're just you're just personally plugging into different ones depending on You know the the energy of the room in that moment And There's so many individual factors there to kind of take into consideration in each instance but um, yeah, I would say you know just you'll find your energy affected by outside things. You'll meet people and there'll just be something you don't like about them or people will have a certain kind of energy like they'll be frantic or chaotic or anxious and you'll just feel like you're absorbing it. But as you get better at protecting your own energy and, you know, managing your energy and being consistent in, in managing your vibe, outside assaults on it from other people, the chaos of their lives and, and operating on autopilot and all of that stuff, you'll find that you'll be able to be like among it but you're not in it and you'll find it much easier to kind of
0: protect yourself from like all outside stuff that's happening. There's so much to ask about law of attraction and I'm one of the people that actually tries it and I have my vision board like I mentioned and I I am very positive. That's why I do this podcast because I feel that there is so much to share and to empower other people and you know to be positive there's so much negativity going on. give that positive something to the world and just try to make a, make a difference right I love no, it that absolutely. you have an actual Law of Attraction uh, podcast uh, I will be sharing the link right here but I would love for you to actually tell us a little more uh, about your podcast why should our listeners listen to it how is it going to help them and why you're so involved with Law of Attraction how did you get into it yeah well the LOA you know I think it was my husband well
1: boyfriend at the time uh, husband now he I believe was the first person that introduced me to some teachers that that was kind of the focus of their teaching. And it just was one of those things where it's like it was new information, yet it was something like on an intuitive, emotional level you feel like, oh yeah, I, I know this already. Like you'll find a lot of stuff, like your intellectual mind, it might sound like something new, but like there's a part of you that's like, oh yeah, I actually already knew that. Like you'll never hear anything you don't know on some level. But anyway, so I just, something clicked with me with the teaching. when I started paying more attention to that relationship between my inner world and my outer experience, you know, the links between the two were just, they couldn't be denied. And I was like, there's definitely something to this. And as my energy and focus started changing, I started seeing my life change. And that evidence in your own life is extremely powerful. And you just keep going with it. And the changes keep getting bigger and bolder. And your changes and your transformations keep getting deeper and more deep and all of this. And, you know, so I was very passionate about personal growth in general, but I was really into the LOA in particular, so I decided to start my blog. Um, I do written posts, and I also, like you mentioned, I have my podcast. Um, my podcast is a very basic operation. I just recorded on my phone. It's maybe 10, 15 minutes of me solo talking. I kind of like to think of them as audio blog posts, but um, if you found this podcast interesting and you like podcasts and audio content, I think, you know, if you went to my website, you'll see the links with order.com You'll probably like the podcast podcast a lot um you'll find it very helpful and yeah i just i offer private coaching and i have products for sale on my site and yeah i'm just very passionate about what i do and i saw so many awesome changes in my own life and i could if i could help even a handful of people do that for
0: themselves you know it's
1: it's worth it everything that i do
0: with everything that you do what do you think it's the biggest change that you see in people around you or in people in general that have taken or making the decision to go into this past, whether we call um, it vision war, where we call it whatever.
1: No doubt people manifest tons of awesome external things like money and boyfriends and children and pregnancies and new jobs and, and, and healings, ter- terminal illnesses. All of that's super awesome. But, you know, for me, especially the way I focus on the teaching, I focus really a lot on that deeper transformation and not so much, you know, let's um, figure out how to get your stuff, which that's okay, but that's just not what I do. But especially with the type of clients and the type of work they come to me wanting to do with me, um, I would say the biggest transformation is, you know, when they start diving into their belief system more deeply, they start they start seeing all these painful things that are at the root of why they think the way they do. And then healing that. And getting rid of that trauma and getting rid of those energetic weights, to them, that's better than anything that manifests as a result of those
0: changes. Before I let you go, please share with us where can they find you if somebody wants additional information or coaching or just listen to your podcast, if you can share the URL link again. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, please yeah, I'll- give us a chance to know more about you.
1: Sure. LiveLifeMateOrder.com. And from there, you'll see links to my podcast, my blog posts, information about my coaching,
0: um,
1: products, um, you know, about me and contact information. So yeah, LiveLifeMateOrder.com. That's the best way to get basically everything you want to know about me.
0: Guys, I bring you this type of podcast and this information is because we need to know about everything. I think one of the topics in our life that is more iffy or harder to understand is things that are intangible. And this is something that is intangible, but it's been proven. We've seen it in so many people. The law of attraction, the way you think, the way you perceive, everything around you really makes a difference in your life and in the life of the people around you. So it's important to get as much information as we can and try to develop it, try to use it. Whatever you feel it's not for you, well, you move on. But I feel it's important to listen and learn. And Miss Kelly today is bringing us a lot of information that is really useful that we have to take and, and try to understand and make a decision where we want to go in this route. It might be one of the solutions for the change that you've been looking for and you have in a fire. Ms. Kelly, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. I know our listeners are very, very thankful, and you're going to be hearing more from them. So we hope to have you in the future on our podcast again, and hope we can hear more amazing things from you. Oh,
1: totally. Thank you so much for asking such great, insightful questions. It was a great conversation.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Divine Complexion. I'm your host, Andrea Calle, and see you next week with another great interview with more insights and more things about health, beauty, and empowerment. Have a great week.